we spoke Friday night about the Koyach of a Marshal, the Koyach of being able to see something in the physical world and understand what it, what it stands for. What do I learn from it? For instance, a slot machine. Not, uh, there's a wonderful little Jewish community in Las Vegas and um, I'm not telling you to move there okay but uh, they have slot machines up to the gate I wasn't then going to any casinos and I don't know how to use a slot machine <coughs> what do you learn from a slot machine slot machine is a very powerful lesson extremely powerful lesson You keep putting in and you lose and you lose and you lose and then once you pull down the lever and a whole river of coins comes out. What's going to happen if that happens to you? You're going to stay there forever to uh, recapture that magic moment, that happy moment. It's the same thing when you try and discipline a child. You say, come here now, now. And he goes, if he's a lefty, like that. If he's a right, he goes like that. And you don't do anything about it. So you've taught him you don't have to listen to him. You taught him that. It's a very happy moment when he faced you down. Ah, see, if, even if many other times after that, you managed to quote, unquote, win. But he's going to remember ah, that happy moment. You can do it again. Say, so learn that from a slot machine. Keep trying. And treasure your successes. You learn that from a slot machine. It's, it's you know... learn from everything. <laughs> there's a, there's a uh, shtickle from the uh, from Rabbi He says the Chokman Musa says the same thing. He brings Chayvus Avobis. It says like this. <coughs> it says we're saying davening The world is full of those a um, uh, 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 world is full of kinyanecha, those who you made koine hakoel when you say in Shemonesrei that the Yerushim is koine hakoel what does it mean? what kind of kinyan did he make? it's a kinyan of Bria like a, an author or a musician composes something how does it become his? because he made it so kinyanecha pshat is the world is full of your creations. But he says another chat. says, The whole world is full of ways to be kinder you. Ways to be kinder the Rebani Shalom. Wherever you look, you're about to be kinder the Rebani Shalom. The world is full of it. And then the, the Chachman Musa brings the Chavis Havovis. Anything that's more necessary. Hakadosh made more of it, like there's more air, right? Then there is food. There's more food, and you know something? What did Hakadosh Baruch Hu make most of all? He made most of all emunah. What do you need more than anything else in order to live? Is emunah. 
Samolo Oyes Kinyan Echad. The world is full of ways of being kind to you. That's what it's there for. That's what all these things are there for. They have other side jobs in the Olam Hazeh. But that's what it's there for. So, one of the most prominent and common Misholem we have in Olam Hazeh is a tree. We're going to be spending a few weeks on this. I hope I'm not going to bore you. But it's every single point is pushed a life lesson. Mamsh. So there are a lot of trees. Trees must be teaching me something. It says in the, in the Chumash. Now, first I want to learn with you a piece of Gemara. And we're going to take it from there. And this is all, it's pushed vitamins. The famous Gemara. Omulei Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said to Rav Yitzchok, he said, Kavlin Vifteri Bahadodi. They said they had an exchange. Kavlin Vifteri Bahadodi. When they took leave of each other, Omulei Livre Chonmar. Can you give me a bracha? Give me a bracha. Livre Chonmar. So first of all, right here, there's something very important. Why are you asking for a bracha when he took leave of him? Maybe we should have asked him for a bracha when he left, when, it, when they met. How about in the middle? So I think over here is Tom, and the Maimah HaMuzga, there's a Gemara Mesech de Brachis, that Ayipota Odem Mitoch Averil Odem Mitoch Mitvah Halacha, a person shouldn't uh, say goodbye to someone, Elm Mitoch Dvah Halacha, he should say Dvah Halacha, Shemitoch Kach Zoichreyo. Of course, from what he'll say to him, then he will remember him. Why? What's the pshat? Then he'll remember him? So this is parenthetical, but it's very important. And then we'll get to it. Human beings tend to appreciate things that they have lost or that they're about to lose. When do we appreciate Shabbos the most? Shabbos this time. When do you appreciate a person the most? When you went, you know, at an airport, there's an outpouring of appreciation and love. When you're about to say goodbye to somebody, so now I appreciate you because I'm about to say goodbye to you. People appreciate Eretz Israel. You think you have a lot of time here, plenty of time. Oh no. Who said you have a lot of time here? I tell Bachrim, if you're in, in uh, a in Disneyland. So you don't sit down and uh, do uh, crossword puzzles even if you like them. Yeah? You don't uh, read, uh, if you're English, you don't read Commando Comics in Disneyland. Mm. Yeah, if you're American, many other things that you don't do in Disneyland. Yeah? You're busy, you're in Disneyland now. Too precious. The time is precious, and when the sun starts to set, and you, I paid your, uh, I forgot how much money I paid to get into Legoland outside of London. Of course, the fortune of money. Yeah, my son wanted to go there, so we watched the Lego. Yeah, but they have 
they have, they have free drinks there. You pay it's $80, some kind of like crazy fee to get in. And uh, when you're there, you can drink as much as you want. But if you drink as much as you want, you'll be spending time doing other things besides looking at the Lego. Yeah? But it's free drinks. No, nothing's free. But, but they say it's free. The shot is, you're in Lego Land, you look at the Lego. You're in Eretz Israel. In Eretz Israel. You have to use the time here. It's going by. So the more it comes to the end of the year, so the more you appreciate the time. But your last day in Eretz Israel. Oh, it's hard. So we appreciate things. That's what he's going to remember you. Give the Ali men on the test of because that's what he's going to remember. Because you know that's when he appreciated you the most. So actually, you can say he lifted on when they said goodbye to each other. So that was the appreciation. Actually, they said, "Give me a bracha." Yeah. So he said, "On my way, I'm going to give you a marshal." He was hungry. And tired, but summer and thirsty. He came to a tree, had everything, had Paris, had shade, he ate from the fruit. Yeah? First thing to do is take care of your hunger. How could I bless you? If I say your parents are sweet, your parents are sweet. Yeah, you have good shade, you have good shade. You have water, a brook under you. You have that. But you rots on every all of your nitiyas, all the saplings they take from should be like you. So how can I bless him? And my show says the eker. Tachlis Adam is Torah. The Goyen and the Maral say the Mitzvah of Torah is the Mitzvah of Ben Adam Laatzmai, building yourself up. That's why Derech Eretz called Torah, because if you don't have that Amidai, then you can't learn Torah. That's the Tachlis Adam. Those of you who remember learning Masech Sukkah, so it says there Torah Chesed Al Yishayna, Chiyesh Torah Shal Chesed, V'Torah Shayna Shal Chesed. My brother Zechan Nebrocha brought a guy. Torah Shachasin. So it says over there, Torah Shachasin Shemalam Do Acherim. Why? Because the Ika Torah is for yourself. So the Ika is the Paris of the Elon. That's first. And then, Imba Aisha, wealth. Hari Aisha. That's the Tzel. Tzel HaChokma Mashor says this. Tzel HaChokma, Tzel HaKesef. It's a protection. A person. Uh, has money, so he can He can do good things with it. He can pile up schusim. It's a big thing. In bebonim, haribonim. The hemshech. That's the avas hamayim that goes right. It goes right there. There's enough haraya to what I always tell you that the thing that comes at the end is there to preserve. Like we said many times, the chesim at the end of the star. That's the preservation of the star. Coin table has this, Aesitaifa, Aedim Sira Karsi. But, you want to keep the star 
permanent, so you get invested in, you make a simon. Say Gavar Kol Nishma, the Kim Yeros, the Kaf Chumten, to preserve it. Aseil Charav Knei Chachov Avdon Aschol Mekaspus. Shmuel says it's at the end. It's you can't keep a Rebbe or a Chavas. You're not down the Kaspus. See here also the Bonin is the Hemshech. It's the permanence. Nobody's permanent in this world, but if you have Bonin, <coughs> and they're Hemshech. So we see over here that the Gemara held that this was a um, that the tree is a is a um, as a as a symbol of an Adam. We gave many examples of this in uh, how do you say in Friday night. Now I want what I want to do is carefully go through what are some of the things you can learn from the tree. They're all amazing. We take the first one. What's the difference between a tree and a vegetable? The huge difference. A, tr a vegetable is you put a seed in the ground, you go to sleep, and look, I'm from the city, I know how long it takes. A week or two or three later, it starts sprouting. The tomato starts sprouting. The vegetable. Terrific. Get it right away. And then when you pull it out of the ground, you have a vegetable, you have a carrot, and you also have a hole in the ground. That's it, finished. A tree, it's years and years and years of work. You have to water it. You have to push it. They have tree nurseries. And for the first three years, there's no hana. It's osabana. There isn't much fruit anyway the first three years. It takes years to do anything. But then, to use Rav Miller's words, bushels and bushels. That's with his words. Bushels and bushels of apples. They come raining down on you for years and years and years and years. So what do you see from that? What do you see from a tree? It's Kedai to invest. It's Kedai to put in time. It's Kedai to do things now even though I'm not going to see any Paris. That's an adult. An adult is, willing, is able to see a future. A child only knows now. Famous Gemara and Tainus. Found someone planting a, a, a boxy tree. How do you say boxy again in English? Carob tree. Yeah? It's going to take 70 years for this to be a fruit. He says, How will you really expect to be around them? He says, No. I came into a world with carob trees, so I want to leave the world with carob trees also. I have responsibility to take care of my surroundings. I have, I have a The box is not just here for me to eat. When a person says Chayav Kolodim Loim, when we say Chayav Kolodim Loim, Bishrili Nivra'ilam, it doesn't mean for me and not for you. It's for me and for you. It's a Christ. It takes 70 years for it to grow. It takes time. You have to invest. I want to take a couple of minutes to think about what are the things that go on in a person's head that allows them to invest. We just said that the Hatzlocha of life is investing. You can't have a return now, only do things because I have an immediate return. I have to do things that right now I'm giving out, I'm giving out, and I'm not getting anything in return. Anyone who goes into business knows that the first couple of years you expect to lose money. It takes time. You're putting in and putting in, things are not coming out. Okay. So the first thing you need to have, the first mindset, 
Okay, you need to have, in order to be able to do this, <coughs> is you have to be able to see a big picture. You have to see a big picture. Not just now. What's going to come from this if I do this? And that's uh, a habit. That when I look at myself, should I do this or shouldn't I do this? So the first mindset is I have life priorities. The first thing a person has to do is decide what's important to him in life. If you don't know what's important to you in life, so then, like, so you have no idea, you know, where you're going. There are people who go to airports and they want to find the cheapest flight to anywhere because they just want to travel. So before a flight is closing and there's seats on the plane, so I heard, I've never, you know, I'm not built like this. Yeah? Yeah? Uh, that, um, you know, I, I just sent Denver, Colorado a fax. I need to be online 90 minutes before takeoff. I have no luggage. I can print a boarding card the night before. I can just walk onto, you know, there's a train over there in Denver. It's a big airport. But 90 minutes? What kind of time? It's in, I told him that's your that's your that's your uh, that's your hachnas I need to have that whatever yeah but they come to the airport and I buy a ticket to wherever they can go these people have no direction in life they can go anywhere anyone can go anywhere is really going nowhere you can do anything you want and you do anything you want means you're not doing anything a person, in order to invest, has to say, now I don't have it, but later I will. <coughs> this is important. Can you have pleasure from things that don't give you pleasure now? Does it have to taste good now in order to taste good? Or can, when I know something is could I to do, can it give you pleasure now? Like, can you say, well, I'm happy to do this because I'll have an investment later. Do you have simcha from it now? No. But a person who has simcha knowing, knowing that this will bring, I have simcha now because of it, that'll, that'll make it easier for you to invest. Even though your seichel says, I should invest, and I see a big picture, but it's not pleasurable now. For instance, it's not our subject, but chazorah. It's not pleasurable. Why? Because I know this. I know it, right? And since I know it now, the emotion says, I know it forever. <coughs> even though you know that that's not true. It's not even true for two hours from now. But there's no pleasure in it. So what do you do? You have pleasure because you know once, now it's not pleasurable. But I know later it will be. That's why I say, He sees the Lord. He sees what's going to happen and pulls it into his present. It's now. So you feel it? Another mindset is the ability to take pleasure in small accomplishments. A person knows he's going somewhere. He sees a big picture. He has pleasure now for every step he takes, even though now there's no pleasure in the steps. But I know it's taking me closer. There's, a, there's, a, uh, uh, there's an amazing book. It's, I think it's one of the best I ever read. And I've read it many times. It's an amazing book. It's called Voices in the Dark. Voices in the Silence. It was written by someone named Batya Bark. 
and um, her father managed to raise a f from children in, so in Stalinist Russia, which is impossible. And um, amazing book. The original t title was Out of the Silence. So I told Yakov Feldheim, Out of the Silence, what's coming out of the silence? A choo-choo train. It's like it's an imp incomplete sentence. So they changed the title. Yeah? So she tells that her father was picked up one day by the KGB, or the NKVD, they were known as then, and they put him into one of these famous black cars and took him to jail. He, was ready. he, he knew it was going to happen eventually because he was a from Jew, which is the big Avera. So he had memorized Mishnayis, Balpeh, and Tehillim, Balpeh. He should have what to do. But he's busy. One day, the, uh, he found the door open to the cell, and he walked out. And the front, door, the front gate to the prison was open, and he walked out. He walked out. They, let, they just let open the case, because uh, at that, uh, that day, the day before, Stalin, Yemach Shemai was, uh, was killed, he died. And all the, all the uh, wardens were afraid that all the prisoners would one day turn on them and then we'll be in Saris. So they let them out with friends, you know. So he walked. He walked home. Now, uh, Russia, uh, Moscow is a, I'm telling you, <coughs> it's a very big city. It's a big walk. Yeah? And he had a twisted spine. Now, uh, if we had a twist in spine, we wouldn't be able to walk three steps. And he walked across Moscow. It was no fun. He got, he got there, it was Purim, and he fell into his daughter's hands. Because once she opened the door, and he saw her, so he fainted. So what, what, was it, what kept him going the whole time? Along the way, there was no pleasure. It was Saras, Rahman Mutzlan. But he knew he was going somewhere. <coughs> so a person knows they're going somewhere. See, even though the thing I'm doing now is not pleasant, it's talking not pleasant, yeah? But it gives me pleasure. That's another thing you get from seeing a big picture. You learn two halachas today and two halachas tomorrow. And you keep going, and those two halachas give you pleasure. Because eventually you know, if you do cumulative chazara, that you're talking to know something. And that's a pleasure. It's a great pleasure, right? It's a great pleasure. People keep doing things that they're successful at. If you're not successful at it, you eventually stop. That's one thing that you learn from a tree. People who plant trees are willing to invest. You look at trees, any, any tree, it took years. Now, the reason these trees over here get blown down so easily is because they're not really trees. But they're not. They're very, you know, they're tough weeds. They grow very quickly. And this is what a gardener told me. These are not real trees. So that's, they got blown over. Now, even a real tree can get blown over, but these were like, you know, nothing. Yeah? So what, what else do you learn from a tree? A tree is always working. It never stops. Now we're going to see that in that, that Sometimes it does stop, it rests in the, in the winter, and we'll get to that, that's a different subject. 
Trees have winters, they shed their leaves, they have rough times, so do people. And that's okay, it's normal. In fact, not only is it normal, it's, it's healthy. I'm not saying it's healthy to have downs, but a healthy person has downs. A person who has no emotions, yeah? So he, doesn't, he never gets down, because like, he never feels anything to begin with. But people who are, who, who's Rachmana Libra boy, they have down times. Trees also do, we'll get to that. But right now, trees are generally always moving. They're working all the time. They're, and what is a lot of their work? They're going, they're putting their roots down deeper and deeper and deeper. I'll finish, we'll, we'll mention it next week too, maybe not. That uh, I think in, in one in uh, Sheepshead Bay, I think it was, when uh, Hurricane Sandy hit. So the question was, did uh, people have to pay for the nizakim that trees uh, they had private trees if it got knocked over? Do you have to pay? It turned out that a, a Pisic who knew about trees says, well-watered trees don't have a lot of roots spreading out. They're not so strong because they get plenty of water. They don't have to go deeper down and to the side to look for water. But trees that are not watered so well, so they have to go down deeper and deeper to look for water and move off to the side to find roots that'll find water. And those are tough trees. People came to Auschwitz the people who had had easy lives came with flesh on their face and healthy, they died like flies. It was the people who were tough, who never had much to begin with. They came skin and bones, so they stayed skin and bones. It's not much of a change. Like Lahavdil, uh, a couple of years ago, Rav Steinemann Schlita, he went to Canada and then to the United States, and then to South America. He was only about 95 then. It's like, like, how do you do it? It's hard to fly, us, uh, you, young, healthy people. You get tired after flying. Yeah? I personally, I can't sleep sitting up. So I, you uh, can I? Rav didn't sit, maybe now he's, you know, he's probably kind of hard. Yeah? He didn't, he doesn't sit with a back. Maybe now he started, but until he was in the mid-90s, he never sat with a chair in the back, with an onspot, with a tolino. He slept a couple of hours. He, didn't, he ate very little. So flying on an airplane is not much of a change. Yeah? But people who are used to being pampered, for them, it knocks them over. So these trees that didn't get a lot of water, yeah, they were strong trees. And they didn't fall over. It's the trees that were well taken care of, they fell over. You can't be, if I'm remembering correctly, you can't be mechaev somebody in Ezekiel because he took care of his tree. That's not called a pshia. And uh, Sandy was a real shana mitzuya. Anyway, so I don't understand what the whole shayla was. Yeah? But a tree, it's always looking, it's always growing. It's growing the eker down. The ikakaychus of a tree is underground, and we'll talk about that. So, what we've learned tonight is that 
when you see a tree, especially a fruit tree, but not only, you're looking at someone did put in a lot of work to invest. And once you put a lot of work in to invest, a lot of pears come out. And that's for us the first life lesson that we learned from the tree is that we also need to invest. And not always are we going to see returns right away. In fact, you almost never see returns right away. So you look at a tree and you remind yourself of that lesson and you go weiter. Asherchem b'alem hazeh, asherchem b'alem habo.